Welcome to an all-new episode of the Fast Friends Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Cummins, at Logan Cummins on Twitter. And on today's episode, I'll try to make friends with cheerleader Jay Kendrick faster than my wife Liz and I binged season two of Cheer. I'm Logan Cummins. I'm a former pro wrestling creative, a mediocre stand-up comedian, and a ranch-dressing aficionado who lives beyond my means. This is my weekly podcast where I set out to make friends with each and every one of my guests. Sometimes it works. Other times, not so much. Two days. That's all it took. We were done. <laughs> It's like it was so fast. Jay, welcome to the Fast Friends Podcast. What's going on, man? How are you, Logan? I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Good, man. Good. It's another day. I'm so ready for the weekend, though. I'm telling you. Man, what? Always ready for the weekend. <laughs> School's been stressing me out, bro. Oh yeah. Is it so you're uh is this early in semester two, right? Yeah. Yeah, early in semester two. And it's been like it's actually been kind of hard just because like I just got done competing at uh Cheerleader Nationals for Alabama because I transferred to the University of Alabama. So I just competed at the Cheer Nationals there. And then on top of that, right when I got back, after two years, I finally hit COVID. I finally got COVID. So I was Uh, out. I had the quarantine. So like I just missed a whole big chunk of classes. It was just awful. It was terrible. Oh my God, dude. Are you, so are you on the tail end of like mending now? Yeah, no, I'm good. I, I didn't even have symptoms, so like okay. it wasn't like anything bad. But it's just I miss a lot of schoolwork, so I'm just catching back up on it. <sighs> yeah, I feel like this uh, this variant is like it's gonna get everybody. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there's yeah. no escaping it. No duck in um, that one. <laughs> no way, no way. I'll give you just a quick premise of how the podcast works, and okay. then uh, we'll we'll jump right in. Um, the first round is called the fast forward round. So this will be just questions that I've have about you. Right. The second round is called five for five. Um, and in that round, I have five questions prepared for you. Um, you have the opportunity to ask me five questions. So I'm not sure if you have them prepared or you're just going to ask them on the fly, but, uh, we'll go, (laughs) you can ask me one. I'll ask you one. We'll ping pong back and forth. Uh, and then the third round, we'll use, uh, one of these paper fortune tellers from my elementary school days, um, to reveal an activity that we'll play. And then we'll end with a friend request. Okay. Yeah, Any good. questions before we jump in? <clears throat> now let's get straight into it. Let's let's go. So um, I know that uh, at least a portion of your life was in St. Louis. Were you born in St. Louis as well? Yeah. So I was uh, born and raised in St. Louis. I lived there uh, in t- all the way up until my senior year before I mm-hmm. moved to Texas. So uh, the first question I have for you is is <laughs> is going to be food related. I I need to know how you feel about Emo's Pizza. Honestly, if I'm gonna be honest. Um, be honest you know so like i really i really like emo's pizza i really do but i i feel like it's not my favorite st louis food like sure, I, sure, sure. I would say i would say if i had to like pick my favorite st louis food it would probably be like the fried rice there like i feel like the fried oh. rice is like somewhat unmatched in other states honestly that's my personal favorite especially like the one like and like olive on like olivet like that's my favorite but is that the name of the restaurant no uh there's like there's a lot of different like um like hole in the wall like chinese spots but yeah i really like the st louis style fried rice interesting i i did not know that that was a thing actually the royal rumble wwe royal rumble is in st yeah. louis this weekend really yeah i used dude, i used to watch wwe so much growing up like i haven't Ugh. watched it in a while but 
I, I don't even think I know all the wrestlers now. I, I wish I was still into it, but no, yeah, I used to. Oh, dude, I love like Randy Orton. Like when yeah. I heard he was from St. Louis, I was like, that's insane. Like that's so insane. <laughs> and I had the same birthday as Shawn Michaels. Like, I, yeah, I used to be like a big fan of WWE. Yeah, yeah. I I would love to be going to Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble was my favorite uh, event to go to live, yeah. but um, I'm just not there yet with that. So yeah. Um, it's funny, but yeah, so uh, I'll have to check out some of the fried rice. I do. I love emos. I know it's a love or hate thing, I think, for people. Yeah. Um, it's. I love it. I think it's great. I wish that I could get it here. Because, you know, when you get it, like, frozen and make it at home, it yeah, it's not the same. same. It's not the same. Like, even, like, no. when I'm here, like, White Castles is also big in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. But so, like, we'll get, like, the frozen burgers. Like, we try to make it in the oven. It's just not the same. No. It's actually it's, getting it there. Yeah. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. White Castles... <laughs> Uh, White Castle was a staple of my uh, growing up too. Really? What, um, what was your like? So tell me about like your your household and like your family. Was it you know uh, who all lived with you? Um, what was it like in your house growing up? Um, so me, um, it was me, my mom, and my little sister. Growing up, uh, my mom and my dad were split, um, and I also have another big sister that like I would go see. Um, on the weekends with uh, my dad on my dad's side. But uh, for the most part, it was just mostly uh, me, my mom, my sister uh, in a household. Um, my mom, like she literally, like she was, she was like, she like my, like she was like my rock. Like she like did so much for me. Um, she always made sure like no matter what, like even though like we didn't have like the biggest source of income at all, like we were like struggling, but like, she would still make sure to like, um, make something happen to make our kids happy and for us not to miss out on like any like um like events or um like just anything to make us happy that we love that yeah. we love to do yeah moms are amazing that way yeah. there's like zero it's it's amazing like and i think when you get older you realize like how much they give up for you to not exactly. miss out on experiences and it's insane because you look exactly. back on it and you're like Oh my God. Like they literally yeah. lived their life for me. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, it's like when you're like, when you're younger, it's like, since you don't realize that you're like, Oh, how come I don't have the, uh, the same things that that person has like at school? How come yeah. like he can get the new shoes, but I can't, but like in reality, they're sacrificing so much more just to make yeah. you happy. And they're trying their best. It's like, I mean, everybody's not perfect, but like they're trying their best with what they got. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How old were you when you first uh, got involved with, with cheer uh, as a sport? Um, honestly, I started when I was like late 15, uh, 16. Okay. It was my junior year of high school. Um, I honestly had no interest in cheer at all. Like I was the type to um, play football, basketball, like okay. standard, like boy sports, you know what I mean? But um, then I, um, I went to an open gym because my little sister, she's been doing competitive cheer like since she was like four or five. And um, I went to an open gym and like I always like, you know, like football players are like, once you get in the end zone, you want to do a backflip. Like that's like, that's so sick. But like, um, so I was like, um, I want to be able to do a backflip. And I didn't know how to, like, all I knew how to do was like do a front flip to my butt. Ratchet ghetto. (laughs) Front flip to my butt. Yeah, it was awful. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so I went to the open gym, and um, I was on the tumble track. I was on the tumble track, and these athletes, they were, like, 
having this back handspring competition. Okay. And I didn't know how to do that, obviously, but I just kept doing the front flips to my butt. And then uh, they came up to me and they were like, well, why are you even here? Like, if you don't know how to flip, yada, yada, like, you shouldn't be here. Stuff like that. And like, that, yeah, that just, that, that just blew me over the water. Like, that hurt my feelings. And like, then I got to the stereotype, like, oh, maybe cheerleaders, like, are like a-holes. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it just, uh, it really made me upset. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to prove to you that I can do a backflip. So, like, my cheer journey started just because people were, like, hating on me and saying, like, yeah. hey, like, you shouldn't do it. Like, you can't do this, yada, yada. Like, you shouldn't be here. So, I'm like, okay, but let me show you, like, what I can do. And so then I go to my sister's practices, and then, like, I'm watching them, like, I'm watching their cheer practices. I'm watching, like, I'm trying to, like, go on YouTube, literally the standard, like, how to do a backflip <laughs> on YouTube, literally – I just watching and I was watching it and then there was this one time like I'm on the trampoline. So I well I asked the owner. I asked the owner, I was like, Hey, like, can I um can I like uh flip on the trampoline? Yeah, yeah. He's like, since I'm not like an athlete, he's like, uh, you can't flip, but you can jump on the trampoline. I was like, Okay, bet, got it. But um so but like meanwhile in my head, like I know I'm gonna try to do a flip, but I just had to make sure he wasn't looking. And so there was this um there was this kid. He's actually one of my closest friends now. His name's Cameron. He came. He came over because his sister cheered too, and he was like, "You want to play a game of flip?" So it's basically like horse, but uh, like oh. horse and basketball, but it's like yeah. with uh, flipping. And he was like, "You want to play a game of flip?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." Like whatever. Like it's already been like a week or two. Like I've been. I try to do like the drills I've been seeing on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. But I've never done the backflip. So right. uh, he he was like, "Okay, like you want me to start it off, or you start it off?" I'm like. Well, all I can do is a front flip to my butt. Like, I'm thinking that in my head. I'm thinking that in my head. I'm like, dude, I can only do a front flip to my butt. So, like, yeah, like, you can go first. You go first. Let me see what you got. Yada, yada. So, of course, the first thing he does is a backflip. He does a backflip, and I'm just like, holy shit. Like, uh, like what What am I going to do? Whatever. I'm like, okay. I'm prepared for this moment. It's been about a week and a half. I've been watching these cheerleaders. I've been watching YouTube. I think I know what I'm doing. I think I know what I'm doing. So I'm jumping. I'm just jumping. Like one jump, two jump. Like on three, I'm like, no matter what on three, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. I go (laughs) for it. I go for it. Like I'm like, no way I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I fall straight to my neck. I was awful. It was so yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't like insanely bad like I was hospitalized or anything. It was just like, okay. Yeah, I got back up because I was on a trampoline. So I was like, okay. Okay, like I was like, okay, that was just a warm up. Let me go again. He's like, okay, yeah, you got it. Next thing you know, I do it and I land on my feet. And like in my head, I'm freaking out. I'm like, yeah, holy, like I just did a backflip. Like I'm like, I'm ecstatic in my head. But then, like, I, I gotta play it cool. Like, we're playing the yeah, game yeah. flip. I'm like, okay, yeah, like your turn. Yeah, like, well, let me set the skill now. <laughs> no, damn well, that was my first time doing a backflip. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, and then so after that, um, actually, like, uh, um, so after I learned the backflips, I was like, oh, I got the hang of it, and then I started uh learning. Then like a week later, I learned how to do a full, which is a um, like a full twisting layout. Like they say, I'm bringing on like a full twisting layout. So it's, you're doing like a backflip, and then you spin 360. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I learned that in like a week, and then like a few, uh, like a like a month or two later, like the owner he was like, "Hey, like you ever thought about doing a competitive cheerleader?" And I'm like, "Uh, well, honest with you, no. Like I just wanted to learn how to do backflips, yada yada." And then, but then later on, I ended up trying out, and then I made the 
highest level team. I mean, the restricted five team at first. And wow. yeah, so level five is the highest. And then at the time, so at the time, level five was the highest and restricted five was like one before it. I made the restricted and I was mm-hmm. kind of bummed about it. But then I just kept working hard and then um, ended up getting my double full, which is the uh, 720 spin uh, flip. Wow. And then um, I um, I made the world's team. So the world's teams, they compete in uh, Orlando, Florida, like at the end of April and like for the world championship. And okay. so, yeah, I ended up making the world's team. And ever since then, my cheer career has just been going from there, honestly. So these, like, the gym where he said, like, have you ever thought about doing competitive cheer? Are these, like, because um, I don't know, and I'm sure people listening may not know. Are okay. these, like, if you're, like, if you play soccer, like, traveling, like, club teams kind of? Yes, They're, like, yes, private? Yes. Okay, so, so they don't so, compete within, like, school divisions, but they do right. compete. Right. So okay. like, so like, um, in high school, usually like you can be on like your high school team, like your traditional, like sideline cheer. And like some of, so some of those high school teams do compete at like yeah. those high school nationals, but, uh, all-star cheerleading is a more of a club sport. So like, okay. there's like different like locations or whatever. Like you can like, you usually look it up online or like competitive cheer gyms near me. So like that. And then like at the time, like that was platinum athletics for me. So okay. I went to platinum athletics in uh, Maryland Heights and then um yeah so it's just it's like club in school okay okay did you also cheer at school or did you just do the club no in high school no no i didn't i didn't have the um i was i didn't have the um what the open like i wasn't as open-minded as i am now back then so i like back then like i was trying to honestly i was trying to keep me cheering low-key whatever because like i didn't want to like get made fun of by my friends and stuff like that and all of that, but I mean, uh, looking back at it, it's like I wish I could have. Like, actually, like, I just actually posted on my Instagram the other day, like the questions and stuff like that. And somebody asked something about high school. I was like, I wish I like I wasn't trying so hard to like fit in with everybody, and I was just true to myself. And like, I would, get, yeah. I feel like I would be way more respected back then, you know. That's such a high school thing, though, I feel like, because it's so yeah. hard already. Like, um, did you have male cheerleaders at your school? Like, we didn't even have them at my school. That's why I was asking. Yeah, so we did. So we didn't have any on the school cheer team, but there was um, there was one other male cheerleader like that was in the school. His name was Marshall. He cheered at um, actually like the uh, my po- the, like the opposing gym, which is called Cheer okay. St. Louis. And I ended up. It's crazy because I ended up cheering at Chir St. Louis, but uh, yeah. So, but he cheered at Chir St. Louis, and like everybody, would, like they would always like give him a lot of crap for like being a yeah. male cheerleader and stuff like that. But then, like once I started doing it or whatever, because me and him, like we knew of each other at the time, but we weren't like close friends. And like once people started finding out I was cheering, like all of a sudden, like oh, like it's so dope, like that's so dope, like he can do a backflip, yada yada. But like then when Marshall, like he would do something like. They would give him crap for it. So then that's why I would literally just confront people. I'm like, yo, like he's doing the same thing as me. Like, yeah. don't don't treat him like that just because like he doesn't do football or basketball like that. Like he like he like he works his butt off and so like yeah. that. You know what I mean? So So you were balancing it. Were you still playing like football and stuff in high school? So I so I was, I was, and then I ended up getting injured uh my first, like literally first game. Because uh, I was filling in for the JV team, I, like first first play of the game, uh, I ended up like getting a ball, and some lineman literally fell on my elbow, and I fractured oh, my shit. elbow. Yeah, I fractured my elbow. So like after that, like I was like chilling, and then 
I was trying to balance uh, cheer and then high school football. And then, like, there was times, like, I, like I, and my coach knew, like, I had cheer presence and stuff like that. But he was just like, well, if you want to be on a team, you gotta, you gotta, like, he was like, uh, you need to be at more practice. And I was like, well, like, I, then it got to the point where I had to pick, like, which one did I like better. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But, and then I yeah. obviously picked cheer. Yeah. And I don't regret it at all. <laughs> <laughs> what was your uh, what was your high school mascot? We were the Greyhounds. The Greyhounds. Yeah, yeah Clayton Greyhounds. Like the dogs? Yeah, like the dogs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, our school coats were blue and orange. Okay. Have yeah. you ever been on a Greyhound bus? Have you done a trip on one of a Greyhound bus? No, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> You're not um, missing anything. Yeah, I, 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 I almost did. I almost did one time. I almost did one time, but I didn't end up uh, getting on it. But yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up in Cincinnati and uh, in college we went for a WWE event we we took a Greyhound all the way to Philadelphia mm-hmm. for a ticket uh, it was like a ticket going on sale for Wrestlemania kind of thing oh, and man, so it was crazy. like a I want to say it was like a 13 or 14 hour bus drive or ride Yeah. Um, and there was a guy like somewhere in the middle of Pennsylvania when we had a stop there was a guy that threatened my friend and was basically like if you don't stop kicking my chair um, or my seat I will uh I will like pick you off at the next stop and nobody will ever miss you. And I was like, Oh my Jesus. God, I know. So I was like sketchy people. Oh yeah. 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 It was, uh, you know, we were geez. dumb. We were like 19, you yeah. know, I think we were like sneaking alcohol on the bus. Like, idiots. <laughs> I mean, it was like, we were doing all the things you're not supposed to do. Yeah. Literally. That's funny. <laughs> what WrestleMania were you going to? Uh, so we were going to get uh, tickets. So they went on sale at like a Sunday night heat taping for WrestleMania. Uh, all this for WrestleMania 15, which is actually one of the worst WrestleManias of all time. Yeah. Wait, which <laughs> wait, which WrestleMania was that? Um, so the main event actually was uh, The Rock and uh, Stone Cold, which okay. is, was great. But there were a lot of like really not great matches on it. Yeah. Okay, so after high school, I want to talk about uh, like you ending up in Texas. You said you moved your senior year. What was it? Did you move there? Help me understand. So I want to back up a little bit. Sorry. I, I ramble sometimes. Um, so was Navarro like on your, did you have your sights on Navarro or did it, was it just sort of like fate that you ended up there because you were in Texas? Right. Okay. So, um, no, I, my, my plan wasn't Navarro at all. Like I had no clue about Navarro until I actually got to Texas. Um, okay. I, um, I moved down to Texas to join um, the club program at uh, Cheer Athletics because they're okay. the number they're the number one uh, gym in like the cheerleading industry in the All Star world. Okay. So yeah, so they like they have like bring like a whole bunch of like world titles and stuff like that. And I was like, and I noticed with one like uh, for Chris like as a Christmas present, I was able to go to like one of the super camps or whatever. And like ever since then, I was like, I want to go to this gym. I want to go to this gym. And then uh, I ended up, um, we ended up moving to Texas so I could be a part of the gym. Okay. So like your mom, like everyone, it wasn't just you. It was like your, your family went down. Yeah. So I ended up asking, I ended up asking my mom, uh, I was like, Hey, like, I really want to try out for this team. They were called the Cheer Athletics Cheetahs. It was this large uh, co-ed cheer team. Um, And I was like, Hey, like, I really want to try out for this team. Could they like, um, they had just re- in 2016. They had won the world championship, yeah. and uh, I was joining the 17, 18 team because the year after that they got second, and I was like, "This is like a good year." They just got second, so like, I know they're hungry. Like I want to, yeah. and like, and my talents in cheer started like growing, and I wanted to get better. So I was like, "Hey, like I feel like," and not saying like I was too good 
like in St. Louis, but I'd want it to like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I just wanted yeah. to like better myself. You're so, moving the goalpost, right, yeah. right, right, right. So yeah. uh, I, um, I ended up, um, I asked her, my mom, and then she was like, um, like obviously, yada yada, because like, money's tight. So we had to see like if it was like realistic or whatever. But she also had told me she was like she wanted like a drive or a center to she because she always wanted to move out of St. Louis. Okay. She always she always wanted to move out. She was just like, uh, it's just like family, like all this stuff, stuff like, like kept her there. So like she didn't have like a real reason or like a real drive to. So like and her main drive is like obviously her kids. So right. when she heard me say that, she was like, okay, like we'll think about it, yada yada. Like let's see if you make the team first, and we're like we'll go from there. So I end up making the team, and we're like, so she was like, okay, um. Like let's like let's pack our bags or whatever. So we're like, okay, I'm like, this is like this is just like a whole like huge dream to me. I'm like, no way, like I'm about to be on like the chair athletic sheet. It's like I'm like I was just so ecstatic, yada yada. So like we get in the car, we pack our bags. And like at the time we were living in, um, we actually uh ended up having to move out of our apartment and we ended up uh living with my grandmother at the time. And okay. um so we ended up so like the thing that was like countering me from like moving to texas was um because of my grandmother's like she like she wasn't she wasn't like super elderly but like she started like getting sick and stuff like that yeah. so i was like okay like i don't know if i want to leave uh like my granny or um like my high school friends or whatever so i was either like get better at cheer yada yada or the other option yeah so uh, I so I mean I was up pick Texas and so we dr- were driving down there um, and we're like okay like but like now we're thinking like we're because because we had to be there early for like our summer camp or whatever so like we had like this like little summer camp that like all the teams had to do uh, they call it, like this like our little super camp that we mm-hmm. do and um, so we end up uh, driving down there like we did the camp yada yada and like this whole time. We're, we're, our bag, like, cars packed, we're full of, we got a dog, and, like, we got, like, we got a dog, like, literally just chilling in the car, and we're like, oh, crap, like, where are we gonna stay? <laughs> we, like, <laughs> we don't, like, we don't have, uh, like, we don't, we didn't have, like, a part, we didn't have a house, yada, yada, so, like, my, um, aunt, my aunt actually lived down there, so we, during that time, we did stay at, um, her place for a little bit, but then, uh, that whole entire like year, like high school, and I feel like this was probably one of the toughest and like most mentally tough years of my life. Is uh, so during that time, we actually had uh, lived in like an extended stay, oh, yeah. uh, like the extended stay hotel. So, like, for that whole my whole entire like senior year, we had uh, stayed in this like extended stays and like we went like back and forth to different extended stays because sometimes they would like try to shoot a price up like out of like the ass out of nowhere, so like that. So, like we just bouncing around and like, we're like this whole entire my senior year. Like we're like in this extended stay and like traveling, going back and forth in practice. And then like, uh, I had like a 2001, I had a 2001 Chevy Cavalier with, okay. uh, no, no, um, no radio, um, manual windows. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a push. It was yeah. a push. Yeah. It was a push. And it was just, <laughs> and like the high schools in Texas, they're like so huge. They're, yeah. like, they're insanely huge and like everybody's like very fortunate and like very wealthy there and like we're seeing people like pull up so i'm seeing people like pull up like in beamers and like audis and stuff like that i'm just like dang yada yada but like 
all that didn't matter to me because I am just I'm here doing what I love. And like yeah. I'm like here to like be a better me and stuff like that. So I wasn't really tripping about the financial part and I knew my mom was trying her hardest. And like the last thing I wanna do is like let her down. And I like that whole year I was just like, I need to like prove something like i want to like my goal my whole entire goal for that year was to win the world championship so like the year wasn't like a waste you know what i mean yeah Yeah. so it wasn't a waste and then um i end up so there's this competition called the um majors it's called majors it's this uh really big competition that was like it's like cheer broadcasted on like varsity tv and like only like big name teams like or it's like an invite only competition that big name teams um compete at and we were invited and uh so we compete and um we won that was like a, that was like one of our big first big competitions uh like no that was our second big competition that we did because that year we did uh end up going undefeated spoiler alert but uh, yeah, so we did end up going. Uh, we ended up going undefeated. But so we won that competition, and then after I competed, I was like really happy. But then like I saw like my mom, like she was happy, but at the same time I could see something in her eyes. Like I was like I could I knew that something was wrong. I was like what like I was like what's wrong yada yada. And then like uh, she had told like she had told she had brought me and my sister into like this like little part in like the hotel room that we were at in Indianapolis because it was in Indianapolis. And she was like, um, she was like, my, uh, sorry, my granny, my granny had passed away. So, yeah. So like, that was really tough because that was the year we moved. And like, next thing you know, like a few months later, like to hear that, I'm like, well, in my head, I'm thinking like, I'm like, like, this is all my fault. Like, maybe if I wouldn't have like moved away or whatever, like this wouldn't have happened. Like, I wouldn't, like, yeah, it was just, it was really tough on me. It was really tough. Like, it took me a while to, like, realize, like, it. I knew at the end of the day, like, this is what she wanted for me and that she yeah. wanted the um, absolute best for me. So, like, that entire year I had dedicated that year to her. Like, I went, like, 2018, like, I dedicated that entire year to my grandmother because I just knew, like, she, she's, like, she always supported me and she always cared for me and loved me. And, like, I have, like, some of the best memories with her. And that year we won, uh, when we did, uh, win worlds, we actually got grand. So we got the highest score in the entire competition. So it's like, there's over like, I would say like 500 teams that compete at that competition. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, there's like different divisions, but so we won our division, but we also got the highest score in the entire competition. Oh wow! Yeah, so it, 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 yeah, so yeah. When they were passing out the uh, world championship medals, mine had like a little, um, it had like a little like mark in it. Like it wasn't like the others or whatever. It's like this little pink little strip, like this pink little mark, or whatever. And my mom was like, she was like, "Yep," she was like, "That's your granny. That's your granny." She was like, "You're of course like yours will be the different one because like that's your granny like seeing that you just did it, or whatever." And I. I cried hysterically. I was like, "Oh no, no, please, but it was it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. overall, it was worth it. Wow, yeah, that's a heavy year. I mean, yeah. it, it, to your point, it's it's hard even in the moment to know that no matter what you would have done, it wouldn't have changed the outcome. But in your head, you're of course blaming yourself because you've right. you know, that's hard. That's hard. Um, what's it's it's good to have a sign, right, that she's with you. Um, right. Where in that year did Navarro even come into the equation then? Like, was this? Um, so my, um, 
so my coach, he was my coach on Cheetahs, uh, Derek Jackson. He cheered at Navarro back in 2012 and 2013. Okay. And I was, I was obviously looking for college at the time. So I was, I didn't know like where exactly I wanted to go, but I knew I wanted to like cheer in college. And then like Navarro was in Texas. So I was like, maybe I should try out. I was like, maybe like, I was like, I'm going to go to a clinic. Yada, yada. Like I was talking to him. He like, he absolutely loved it. Uh, best time of his life. And I was like, okay, like I'll, like, I'll go try it out. So I, um, Went down there, um, tried out, um, because I knew at the time I already knew Gabby, like Gabby Butler. I knew, uh, Ladarius, I knew Jerry at the time. And, uh, they, um, said like, Hey, you should try out, yada, yada. So I try out and I'm like, and like, I, like, I, like, I, I, like, I thought I crushed my tryout. I'm like, Oh, like, this is sick. Like, I'm like. I'm on the team. Like I'm, like, I'm so hyped for it. I'm so hyped for it. <laughs> and then, like, so, like, we're when we're at Worlds that year is, uh, yeah, it was that same that same year, that same year, I believe, seventeen, eighteen, yeah, eighteen. Yes, it was that same year. Um, and I got an email from Monica, and uh, it said that I didn't make the team. So yeah, so I was like, damn. Whoa. But yeah, it was just, I was just like, oh, this is this is awful. This is terrible. And I was like, oh, that so that just made my emotions go even more crazy. I'm like, dang, like so now yeah. I don't know where I'm going to school. Cause like I I even though you should have a plan A, B, and C and kids, if you're listening to this, always have other like plan B. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So but I literally only have one plan. So I was like, dang, like my only goal was to go to Navarro, yada yada, and be in the cheer team there. And like at the time I didn't know about Trinity Valley or anything. I didn't know about any other junior colleges or just colleges in general that I could go to or apply for. So I'm just like, okay, like I didn't make the team. So I told Ladarius, I told Gabby, I told all of them, and they're like, what? How did you not make the team? Yada yada. How did like? And they're like, well, we're gonna talk to Monica for you. I'm like, okay, like it, it's cool, but like, yada yada. So they ended up talking to her, but and I had the choice. I was like, okay, like maybe I could just have a chill year, like focus on like go to work or something like that. But I ended up going to, um, I ended up attending Navarro for about a week as like a regular student. Or whatever okay. it was all it was awful <laughs> so it was so <laughs> terrible it's like because the reason why it was so terrible because like i'm walking around and like i know like a whole yeah. bunch of these cheerleaders or whatever i know them they're on the cheer team but like i'm that kid that didn't make it you know right. what i mean so it's just like it was hard for me at first and like i was i ruined with like random roommates and like, yeah it was just it was bad it was bad but then like a week later i ended up getting put on the team and because uh, I talked to Monica, and then I went to a practice, and actually, you know, I got a uh, group me notification. I was like, "Welcome, Jay, to the team." I was like, "I did it." Yes, I did it. <laughs> yes, yeah. So it, it was a risk reward kind of thing. Risk going to a junior college as a general student type thing, yeah. and then I ended up it ended up paying off. That's it's awesome that that you got a, a second chance. Walk us through. <laughs> at this point too, I should say like, like cheer isn't even uh, the show cheer isn't, um, on the radar. Like, so your normal person like me wouldn't necessarily even know. Right. But like, what's a normal week look like with balancing practice competitions, games, like all the things plus class homework, like, <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, when do you refresh. sleep? Exactly. That's a good question. <laughs> no, I literally don't know when I sleep. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So basically, um, so the typical day, so Monday, so Tuesdays and Thursdays were our jump tumble 
days. So we always we were only focused on uh jumps and tumbling at Navarro. And then so and Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we would uh just have like regular standardized practice. But every okay. single day we would practice from uh about twelve forty to about three o'clock. That's every day. So then after that we would have um we have lunch. And since I was an all-star, since I was share athletics and all the few other people that did that with me, uh, we would eat lunch for about, I'd say like 30 minutes. And then we have to drive like an hour and 15 to an hour and a half to Dallas to uh, go to the club program at share athletics. Yeah. And then we would practice there for about three hours, three to four hours, depending on like what competition was coming up. We would uh, practice there and then we would go back um to Navarro, drive an hour and 15 minutes. And on those Tuesdays and Thursday nights, we would have CTA practice. And the CTA practice, we would, um, um, it's like a little, it was like that little gym, like with a, that one spring floor where we would practice like at night when we couldn't practice on campus. Mm-hmm. We would practice there. At, sometimes it will be like, I think the latest it was, we had like a practice like 10 p.m. to like 1 a.m. before. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah, sometimes it gets intense. Sometimes it gets intense. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then we would sleep whenever we could. But no, after that, we would do homework or we would do homework <laughs> during the car ride. And then um, same same soup, just reheat it every day. Yeah. Honestly. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. Yeah, so not, not much time at all for, for like life, sleep, <laughs> things right. like that. Right. What? Okay, so I have, a, I have a really maybe a dumb question. Um, can you help me understand like, so Navarro is a junior college, right? right. Um, there are a lot of people that come back for like a third year. Right. Um, how is the, like, who's, where's the eligibility? How does that like factor in? <laughs> okay. So, um, I, I, yeah, I just can't, like, I can't wrap my head around no, like how no, people are no, coming back. Okay. That's a, that's a very, <laughs> that, no, that's a very common question. So. I can't speak for others. I can't speak for others, but for me, I did I did do three years at Navarro. But yeah. my main reason was because since we had a COVID year, so my yeah. vet year was a COVID year, and um, so so in in cheer, in college year, you have five years of eligibility, so okay. you can uh so you can compete with uh you can compete with a college for five years, and you can compete with a co- junior college for three years. So okay. Uh, so I so and if you and if you're an alternate, if you're alternate, then your eligibility doesn't count for that year. Okay. So for my instance, like my rookie year, I ended up fracturing my hip and I didn't compete or whatever, and I didn't make mat, so I didn't compete. And then my vet year, obviously COVID had happened, so that didn't have so that competition got canceled. So I'm still at zero. I'm still at zero. So then my third year, um, I was on mat. But since it was a COVID year, uh, NCA they said that that year didn't count or whatever okay. towards your eligibility. So technically, I still am at zero. Okay, which is yeah, which is crazy. So like, there's so <laughs> the only thing the only thing that can get tricky about that is that like your school and like you might not have like there's no like there's no other classes for you to take or whatever. So sure. like you won't be able to go back. But other than that, yeah, that's usually how that first okay. third second third year works. Okay. Okay. Right on. That helps. Cause I'm like, I was trying to figure out, like, I don't understand how this, <laughs> how yeah. this works. Like people coming back and I get the COVID year completely. Like, yeah, 
I mean, that was just a nightmare for everyone, yeah. right? So, right, right. Okay, I'm going to fast forward a little to the to season one um, of Cheer. Okay. Um, it was filmed in 2019. When that's correct, right? 2019 yes, was yes. yeah when it was filmed. Yeah. So as you're fil- as you're going through filming all of this stuff, do you have any idea? <laughs> Like how insane it's like how much of a hit it's going to be or like No, we didn't have any expectations going into it at all. Honestly. Yeah. We literally just like our our thing was we literally thought it was just gonna stay in the cheer world. Like sure. and like if if that makes sense. So like the cheer world is basically just the all star like college community, like but it wasn't gonna get to like the general population. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we yeah, didn't yeah. think it was yeah, we didn't think it was gonna be as big as it was at all. Okay. So no idea. How did the show being so big, how did that like impact your life immediately? Like, were there any unexpected sort of benefits or even like consequences all of a sudden, like where you're like, Oh God, now I can't, I'm making this up. Now I can't yeah. even go to the store. Right. Like yeah, for groceries. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> uh, uh, for me, uh, I wouldn't say, well, okay. And for me, it was the only thing that was really crazy is that I started getting like uh brand deal opportunities yeah. Uh, and like I've never, I didn't know like what that was like at all. But then like when like companies start reaching out to me, like I started doing like huge like uh, brand deals. Like I've done like brand deals with, like Reebok, or like I did yeah. brand deals with like uh, Bose Audio, like the headphone people. And I was just like that. That's probably like the craziest thing for me, just yeah. because I never thought I would be on like that type of like pedestal to be able to do that for those companies. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. crazy to just think that like those companies like seen my like profile, like, they seen me. You know what I mean? Right. I think that's, yeah. yeah, I think that was probably like really crazy for me. Yeah, and they want you to like represent them, which is exactly. that's super cool. That's super cool. My last question is like, when like you get to nationals in twenty twenty one, obviously you've been building now two years for that moment. What's going through your head like as they're announcing results and um, you know, like, and you're because this is going to be your last time competing right. there, right? Right. Um, so in my head, like at, like when, like when they're going, giving the results. Yeah. So spoiler alert, (laughs) huge one. So basically what went through my head is like, I thought, so like when I went off the floor or whatever, this whole entire time, I thought we hit, I, 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 I'm looking around like, I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm like, we just said day one. We just said day two. Let's go. Like, this is like, we got it in the bag. Whatever. Next thing you know, like I heard that like Jill fell. Whatever. I was like, "You're kidding." I was like, "There's no way." Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, okay. Like, then I saw the deduction. I was like, okay. Like, we thought it was gonna be, like be a transition, uh, mess up. But they ended up counting as a stunt fall. So like, okay. So this whole entire time, like you, like you saw on the show, like they're doing the math to see whatever, yeah. like what we need to do, uh, whatever to win. So like, this whole time, I'm like, okay, we like we might have a chance. Like we still have a chance here, yada. So like. Then, like, the announcement, yada, yada, like, it's, I thought this is the most dramatic, like, scene, like, ever. Like, not, 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 not on the show, like, in real life. I feel like, in real life, yeah. Yeah, I literally feel like, I'm like, dude, like, this is so dramatic. Like, yeah. wow, oh, God, like, are we going to win? Are we going to win? Yada, 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 all like that. And then, like, obviously, y'all saw the, you saw the outcome or whatever. But I think my main rule in cheerleading and, like, the main thing I've seen, like, I know about cheerleading, it's like, in order to win, you have to hit. Like, you have yeah. to hit. Like, the, cause especially since us and Trinity Valley are just so, like, t- like, we're so close to each other. And, like, we're both amazing, talented programs. It's like, you have to hit your routine if you want to be able to win. 
Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Course. And like we and I and we didn't hit, so therefore we got the outcome that we got. So all right. My last question uh, about Cheer and Navarro for you. Um, and I have a feeling I know what your answer is going to be here, but uh, <laughs> can you can you tell me um, what hashtag F-I-O-F-M-U stands for? It seems to be the beer secret going around. You already know <laughs> what I'm going to say. <laughs> I can't tell you, man. I'm you can't sorry. tell me? No, it's all right. I had to ask. I would yeah, feel bad no, if I didn't ask. Good. No, I get that question a lot. Like yeah. when I was literally in Orlando, like, so like on my bag, like I literally have my bag right here. So on my bag, I have my bands from my years or whatever. Yeah. And the main thing I kept getting asked when like people would ask me to take a picture or something like that, they'd be like, "Can you tell me what that means?" I'm like, "Sorry, I can't." Yeah. No, <laughs> feel, you haven't feel, earned it. I feel yeah, you haven't. Yeah, it's like I feel bad, but at the same time, like you haven't earned it. So even if I do tell you what it means, it's not gonna be the same. It's not gonna be the same like feeling or like when it's not it's gonna be as meaningful. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna Absolutely. be as meaningful. Yeah. <laughs> and and I haven't earned it, to be fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. I want to talk about America's Got Talent a little bit, too. Okay. Um, so this um, and I guess this would be a, is this like another club team? The Wildcats? Is that? Yeah, that's actually Cheer Athletics. That's Cheer Athletics. OK, uh, so, so is it yeah. another team from that place? Not so the it's a, it, no, it wasn't Cheetahs. So um, Wildcats is the international team. Uh, okay. the open team now. So the, the open team, so that's it ranges uh from like you can be like I think now like fourteen to like however old. Like yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't matter like your age when it comes to uh that. All right. Team. So this team um was was a comp- a competition team that you were on that was that competed on America's Got Talent right. season fifteen. Right. Um which of course was completely uprooted by COVID as well. Right. What was it like sort of like, cause that was, it was very weird. It sounds like, right. Like virtual mm-hmm. audience, like you had like the, the schedule was all weird and there's like the, the judge cuts were all different. Like yeah. what was it like being a part of that? Like compared to your expectation going in? Cause I'm sure, you know, it's, yeah. you have like an expectation from watching. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Honestly, if I'm gonna be, if I want if I'm gonna be completely honest, so like when we got to LA and when we were um doing the America's Got Talent stuff, I feel like the only thing that was disappointing is like seeing like how they actually do it. You know what I mean? So like like before like you get called and stuff like that, like you have to like uh like when you're doing your warm up like on a little floor or whatever, stuff like that. Um not well, not not warm up. But like you, like when you're in the back room or whatever, like you're wa- waiting and like you're watching people, or whatever, like that. It was just like I feel like the only annoying thing was like they would come up to you, like, "Hey, can you do that stretch again?" Like, "Hey, can, like, can you uh like uh like do that?" Yeah, I was just like, "Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." So like I feel like that's the only thing that was kind of disappointing. And but um, it honestly, it was still the experience of a lifetime. Still experience of a lifetime. I'm very grateful for it. Um, the only thing that the another thing that sucked is that when we did compete, literally like the thing like I always expected like, and I never thought I would able to say that I competed on America Got Talent ever. I never thought right. that was gonna happen. But like when you watch the show, you see like the huge crowd. You see the huge crowd. You see the four judges. It's like we walk out there and like I'm expecting like here like. Yeah, yeah, but like obviously, like COVID happened, so like literally, always see the four judges. I'm like, oh, this is yeah, this is awkward. <laughs> but yeah. I, honestly, it made it so much more less stressful. Honestly, so like 
I, that that was that's like one thing that was beneficial to it. It's like that all we had to do was compete in front of those score judges because and like our team was so used to competing in front of thousands of people that that didn't really phase us at all. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. What a what a yeah. wild experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned wild. earlier you've you've transferred to Alabama, so mm-hmm. you're cheering there. Yep. Um, how has that been so far? Your first year getting to cheer there. Um. So, um, it's a different style of cheerleading. It's so like we so it's NCA and it's UCA. So Navarro was an NCA school. So Navarro is basically like it's college cheer, but it's more like a all star club format type of cheerleading. Okay. As in for UCA, it's more predominantly uh stunting and um more traditional like cheer, like school spirit cheer. So mm-hmm. it it was definitely different and we had to focus way more on like football games. Like obviously Alabama's good like good at sports. They're known for their sports. So, like we um we're always like at football games, having to travel to like uh Dallas for like the Cotton Bowl and like stuff like that. Like all different like these type of sporting events, which is I think is cra- kind of crazy, but also like also a unique and cool experience that I like I am able to do. So I'm grateful for that. But it's just it's just crazy how like we have to focus so much more on other sports and then like literally last minute, oh, we got we still gotta get ready for nationals. We still gotta right. focus on ourselves too. <laughs> so it's like right. that that's an inc- it's an, it's crazy but also incredible how we are able to balance that. And for our team, like we did end up uh placing second at nationals too, out of like uh like sixteen teams like that. Okay. So yeah. like even though we wanted to win and we thought we were gonna win. It like it's still like it's it's crazy how we were able to do that, especially um, this year. We ended up having a, like a mini COVID outbreak before oh, no. nationals. Yeah, so we ended, it ended up being like thirteen people that tested positive, like oh my gosh. two week, two week, like about almost two and a half weeks before nationals, and then so they had to do like their quarantine or whatever, and then and the only way for us to go to um orlando to compete every every single person vaccinated or unvaccinated had to test negative and by the grace of god we all tested negative and competed and then all girls squad ended up winning nationals they won nationals and then we i got second so it was just it was crazy it's crazy wow yeah what a wild time to be in college honestly yeah it's insane (sighs) (laughs) um what's so looking forward obviously um you have you still have uh, some time at alabama but like do you think that cheer is something that will be part of like your life post-college like what's sort of what's next for you what's in your where you where do you see yourself going so my goal is so i do want to um stay in the cheer community as long as possible i plan on um my my big goal is to be able to open my own gym I want to okay. own my own gym, like an own club gym. Uh, I want to own my own gym and then uh, coaching and, like, still doing clinics and, uh, like, around the country. Like, I want kids to be able to, like, always be motivated and, like, always be true to themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I want them to, um, I want them to like, be, like, the best athletes they can be and with being themselves and, like, always having like a positive like mindset and like i feel like this world that we're in now is just like so much negativity 
going into the world it's like it's just so toxic and like i i really hate to see it i wish like that's always something i could do to change it and like that's probably like one of the main things i want cheerleading to be positive again because i feel like yeah. back before like social media was really big that cheerleading was like one of the most positive like most fun sport and like most underrated sports as yeah. well and I, I want not the underrated part anymore, but I wanted to be positive <laughs> and fun again to people. Cause I feel like right. people are losing the lack of interest now in cheerleading just because of how toxic and negative the cheer culture is now. Yeah. Yeah. And you hate to see that, right? Yeah. Um, Cause it's something that you love. And like you said, to bring it back to what you said earlier, it's like you probably want kids to have the experience that you wish you would have pursued in high school. Exactly. To be true to yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, those are all the questions I have for the first round. Are you still good to uh, jump into the second round? The five oh, for yeah. five? Yeah, let's get oh, it. Yeah, Awesome. So the five for five round, uh, you will probably not remember this because uh, you're much younger than me. But in the 90s, there was uh, an Arby's deal where you could get five classic roast beef sandwiches for $5. Um, and it was called the five for five deal. So this is named after that. Um, okay. So again, I have five questions prepared for you. I think that you have five questions prepared for me. Um, you're the guest. So if you would like, you are more than welcome to ask me your first question. And then I'll weigh in with my first question. Um, um, and we'll go from there. Okay. Uh, so these, these are going to be off the dome because I that whole time I forgot about the round two. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. So um, I would say it's like going back to WWE because I haven't talked on that subject a lot. I haven't talked, yeah. I, I haven't talked on that subject <laughs> in a while. So what? who was your favorite WWE superstar and why? Um, like as a kid or now or? Um, as a kid. As a kid, it was definitely, um, well, so when I was really young, I liked, um, <laughs> I liked always the bad guys. So I remember yeah. like, um, I, this was probably before you watched, but like there was a, a storyline where like earthquake was, um, he was like a large, a large man. And yeah. he like did this, uh, he like jumped on Hulk Hogan's ribs and like broke them. Jeez. Um, cause they, you know, and, uh, and I was like, Oh, yes. Like, yeah. you know, I was like, crush it. <laughs> yeah, like, get rid of Hulkamania. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, from there, like, I, I really liked Shawn Michaels when he um, kicked Marty Jannetty through the barbershop window. Yes, I remember that. Uh, oh, yeah, and went on his own. I mean, you know, he was um, he was my favorite for quite some time. Like, I would say uh, up until, gosh, I, like the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, you know, he was, um, he was so good at being bad <laughs> Yeah, he was. and, 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 uh, and, you know, then you, when you mix the internet in, so I was a fan before like social media and, um, the, they used to have these like news boards and mm -hmm. I think they still have them, but so like people would post like, you know, these like rumors and like news articles and whatever else. And so you got like the glimpses of like, okay, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart really don't like each other. Like yeah. there's something more there. And so yeah. when they were like against each other on screen, those mm -hmm. two as rivals, chef's kiss. Yeah, like, literally. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. that it was amazing. Was insane. Yeah, that yeah. was an insane rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> so that, I would say Shawn Michaels, if I had to pick like for a long span. Um, yeah, for sure. So do you, like, <laughs> do, you do you, okay. Uh, I'll save it for another question. I'll save it for another question. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> My first question for you is, 
Um, obviously being, uh, being an athlete and, uh, you have to be mindful of like diet and exercise, uh, which I don't live by, but, uh, <laughs> if you could introduce <laughs> any one junk food into your diet that wouldn't have any impact on your like weight or body composition, what would you pick and why? Can it be a fast food or like restaurant? It could be anything. Yeah. You okay. get one thing that you can eat unlimited. With I no think, impact. I think all I think all my friends, family, and like fans, they're gonna know what I'm gonna say, and it's definitely gonna be Waffle House. Definitely right. Waffle House. Like, yep. It's it like it's actually sad how much I eat Waffle House. <laughs> it's like it's genuinely so sad. Like we can literally be anywhere. Like my friend Alex right here. Like we literally like it, no matter what time it is, we'll literally like eh, listen to Waffle House. Like no matter what, the, it's just. It's so accessible. It's like very affordable. It's just, oh, yep. it's just amazing. It's so good. And, and it's fresh food every time. You get to watch them cook it. So like, yeah. And you know what you're going to get. Like, you yeah. know that it's going to be good. What's yeah. your, uh, what's your order? Can I ask what I get your a, waffle I get house a, order is? Yeah. I get an all-star special, uh, scrambled eggs with cheese, um, hash browns smothered, uh, with covered wood cheese and a regular waffle. Okay. I see no it's- ice if I don't have lemonade at the house. <laughs> 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 i love it i love it that's a great order <laughs> yeah that's amazing all right it's time for your second question for me all right um uh what is if you could if you could wear a particular brand and you could only wear that brand for the rest of your life what would it be <laughs> oh that's a great like clothes or shoes or either or uh, either or Oh my God. I'm going to get hate mail for this. Um, I love Crocs so much. Really? I heard, they're com- I heard that they're really comfortable. I've never, uh, I- I'm actually a really big sneakerhead. I'm a really big sneakerhead. Okay. Uh, no, I've never, I've never worn Crocs. I heard they're really comfortable though. <laughs> they are. They and are. I- and obviously I can't wear them like, you know, to work and stuff, but, um, yeah. I've had the same, here's the problem with Crocs. Their business model was flawed. They put out a shoe that was so, um, durable. Yeah. <laughs> I've had the same pair since 2006. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I, have, I haven't had to replace them at all. Yeah. Hold on. You might be on to something. I'm going to have to invest in some Crocs <laughs> now. Hold on. Yeah. 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 And maybe they make them different now, but, uh, to where they, you need to like replace them. Right. But yeah, they're all, they're very comfortable. They're yeah. ugly as hell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've had the same, the same pair since, 2006. So you were, so you would wear your Crocs in like the porn ring. Uh, sh- I mean, I guess. Yeah, I just wouldn't wear socks with them. True. True. Okay. T-shirt. Yeah. T-shirt. Yeah, because my wife likes to say, <laughs> she she would get mad like if we would go somewhere and uh, it would be like Walmart was like a a definite um the place where I would do this. Like my Crocs are black; they're just like plain black. Yeah. So I would put like a pair of white socks on underneath them, so you could ah. see that I was wearing socks with them. Yeah. And she would chant like Crocs and socks, Crocs and socks. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You gotta get look. All these brand deals, Crocs. You need to get it, Jay. He needs a pair. <laughs> yeah, so Crocs, if you're listening to this, send me a pair, please. I need to test them out. You can wear them to Waffle House. Oh yeah, every time. Oh yeah. I, Hell, yeah, I yeah. hate. I hate that I have to put on shoes to go to Waffle House. If I could go there barefoot, I would. Yeah. Well, you know, 
I'm sure it wouldn't be a first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, trust me. Yeah. I've got some crazy stories. Crazy stories. A lot of inter- interesting people. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. There. There's uh it's a very, it's an amazing place. Yeah. <laughs> My second question for you is I mentioned earlier, obviously we binged uh, the full season of cheer in two days. What's the last show that you have binged? Cheer. <laughs> oh, was it? Honestly, yeah, yeah, I guess because it, it just came out. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Cheer. Um, I yeah, I watched Cheer. Literally, the second came out. It came out at two a.m. Central Time. Yeah, yeah. So it came out at two a.m. Central Time. I stayed up that whole entire day. Binge watched it all the way. Like the show, like the season ended like nine forty-five a.m. with binging it, and I had a ten o'clock class. So then I had a, so I had a ten o'clock class, and it was the first day of school too. First Jay, you wild. You're yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was insane. It was insane. <laughs> and on top of that, I don't drink soda, so I didn't have caffeine. I don't like drink coffee, energy drinks, or any of that. So I'm like, I'm going through it. I'm like, okay, like I'm gonna have a chug of bang or something. I'm gonna eat something. Yeah. But like, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I was just like, okay, I'm gonna push through it. So I got. I went to my ten o'clock class. I was like an hour and fifteen. Then I went to my eleven o'clock class. I was about an hour and fifteen. And then I like, I'm, I'm like, I, t- I, I even warned my uh, coach here at Bam. I was like, look, man. Cheers about to come out. I need to watch this, yada, yada. Uh, I'm going to sleep after class and just wake me up for practice, yada, yada. Next thing you know, <laughs> I'm I'm napping. Like, I'm an hour and 15 minutes, about two hours into my nap. I got a call from her. She's like, hey, make sure you're up, yada, yada. I'm like, Crystal, we don't have practice for another three hours. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's like, it's all good. But, uh, yeah, that, and that, that was probably the hardest run I've ever had. I, yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize how important sleep was. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. very yeah. crucial. It's very a, I crucial. would love to tell you that uh, that it doesn't get worse, but it gets worse as you get older. <laughs> uh, that, that's, not, that's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm oh, sorry. so wait, can I ask a question about that? Yeah. It's like a build-on question. to. So you don't get to see it before the public sees it? No. You hadn't seen any? Oh, wow. No. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I thought you would get like a screener <laughs> copy no. or something. Yeah. Not a copy, but. Yeah, no, we don't get to see okay. it at all. All right. Interesting. All right. It's time for your third question for me. Okay. Um, back, back. I want to go back to WWE. I'm sorry. I t- yeah. It's throwing no. the inner kid out of me. Um, so did you prefer like Shawn Michaels when he was like by himself or did you like D-Generation X Shawn Michaels better? Yeah. Um, so I did, if I had to pick one, I would specify that I would pick him in DX, but mm-hmm. only with him, Triple H, and China. Okay. I did not like DX when they added the New Age Outlaws yeah. uh, and X-Pac. It yeah. just felt like it was like it, at that point it became to me, it was like a copy and paste of NWO. Not exactly. a copy and paste, yeah, but it exactly. seemed too close. And like the three of them, I mean, they were doing I, – I know their programming is PG now, but man, yeah. the stuff that they were pulling on live TV was – insane. Out of control. Insane. Yep. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no yeah, there's no way they should have been doing this update. Like that no way. That, they would they would be canceled in today's culture if like they were A to do that. Thousand today. percent. Yeah. 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 But but it was like it was it was one of those things where it's like you would constantly tune in because you're like, what are they gonna do now? What are they gonna do now? Mm-hmm. Like these, you know, they're literally and I did like they had Rick Rude for them with them for a minute. I don't know if yeah. you know who that is. <laughs> but like I like that. That yeah. I'm so yeah, I would say like if I had to pick I mean, I obviously I liked him as like as the heartbreak kid when he had like the mirror and Sherry yeah. was with him and all that yeah. stuff too. But um, yeah, I, I I think early DX I would pick yeah, if I had to pick one. DX, yeah. Sure. <laughs> My third question for you is: 
who's someone in your family? Uh, a lot of times people will say that person's a character. Who's somebody in your family you would describe as a character? <laughs> uh, like, is this like immediate family, like close family or like anybody anyone. in my family? Yeah, uh, I would, we don't have hard and fast rules here. <laughs> <laughs> I would say my uncle Jamie, my uncle Jamie, he is quite the character. He is that, that he like like no matter what, like when when he walks in a room, like when he walks in a room, it automatically brightens up. You like, oh shoot, Uncle Jamie's yeah. here. Uncle Jamie's here. <laughs> He's the one to crack jokes on everybody. And like, yeah, it's, it's such a, it's always a fun time with Jamie. (laughs) Well, for people listening, I know that you all don't have video, but uh, if you could have seen Jay's smile when he was talking about his uncle Jamie, like you can tell that he's a character for sure. (laughs) He sounds like he would be fun to be around. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Your fourth question for me. Okay. Um, If you could change one thing, actually, yeah, no, no. If you could change one thing in the past that you've done, what would you change? Or what would you tell like your younger self? Oh my, okay. I would tell my younger self, um, to stop. (laughs) And this is hard even now. Like I still, I'm not there. I I care much less, but to stop caring about like what other people think, it it goes back to like the thing we had earlier, like the high school. Cause you try so hard to fit in and like, you want to be, you know, it's like, oh, and I want these people to like me and I want this. And and we joke about it. Like my wife and I, like she'll, we, she calls it like my popularity complex. She's like, you right. like people to like you or whatever. And yeah. I'm sure like, yeah, everybody likes to be liked, I'm sure at some point. But yeah, it's like um, I, I, I used to care way too much about yeah. that and I just wouldn't be myself fully. And now yeah. I'm just sort of like, I mean, this is it. This is what you get. Like you either I'm for See, you like or, or you I'm don't. not for you. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm not for everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I, no, and I actually had a, uh, I actually had a conversation uh, with my friend Markel Washington the other day, and I was telling him, I was like, dude, like I'm just, I want like everybody to like me, or like I like I, it's just like you're trying so hard to please everybody, but in reality, you're not gonna be able to do that. Like yeah. it's just, it's just not how the world works, and it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. I I agree, hundred yeah. percent. I agree. You got to kind of just like draw a line where you just like start to please yourself. Right. <laughs> Cause if right. you don't like yourself, like you're not going to like anyone else. Literally. Literally. And really probably nobody's going to like you. <laughs> you know, like yeah. if, but, yeah, if you're but not being no, yourself. That's real. Yeah. yeah. That's no, that's real. That's real. Because other than that, you're just always trying to fit in into this personality. But at the end of the day, you, you lost yourself. Yeah. And you don't absolutely. even know who your true self is anymore. So like the, you get to the point where you're by yourself. Well, damn, now I don't know how to act or, you know? Yeah. 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 I think I probably didn't start like, (laughs) I I probably wasn't like my full embodiment of myself until probably like 26, 27 years old. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, damn. So here it could have gone one of two ways. College could have been a blast or I could have like been on everyone's hit list, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, again, not for everyone. <laughs> yeah, for sure. My fourth question for you is, um, a lot of people talk about like certain things that are like relationship deal breakers. So this is, would be like, I guess, romantic relationship. Is there something that for you is like a deal breaker? Um, uh, I, 
Mm, it's funny because me and my friend Alex we were talking about this too. Um, <laughs> I hopefully, I was hopefully saying, at Waffle House over dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, wait, was it Waffle House? Okay. <laughs> don't don't mind me. Okay, so I would say a relationship deal breaker. I would say high lacking confidence. Like I I, I re- like I'm really big on like and not and not saying you have to be the most confident cocky person in the world, but like yeah, I, like it's it's very like I I really need someone that like is like they know what they want to do like what it's just like have like really good goals or whatever and like know that they're able to achieve it no matter what yeah. gets in your way. All right. It's time for your fifth and final question for me in this round. Fifth and final one. What should I ask? Um, you can ask anything. I don't, you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, okay. You, you said you were from Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Originally. Yep. Okay. What was your, um, like, did you have like a favorite sports? Team? Was your f- favorite sports team like in Cincinnati, or did you like watch sports growing up? Um, I so I I actually really liked the Reds probably more than um, we weren't a big uh, football house in yeah. in my family, right. um, so we didn't really watch football a lot growing up. Like we would watch you know like the Super Bowl or like the playoffs or whatever. Right, right. Um, but I played baseball too, and. Okay. Um, and I, and I used to like going to Reds. I still like going to Reds games. Yeah. Um, now, um, <laughs> I would say when I was in college, I started being a more of a Bengals fan than like right after college, they had, um, a couple seasons where they had promised <laughs> yeah. and now they're obviously like crushing it. So, yeah. um, I'm still rooting them on from here. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I would say the Reds probably have a hold a special place in my heart. I was at the last game that was at our last stadium before they demolished it. And then at the first game at the new stadium, Oh, that's um, cool. That's cool. I got to see. I've got to see Nick Lachey throw out the first pitch there. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. That's yeah. Sick. So, yeah, the Reds. The Reds uh, definitely hold a special place in my heart. That's sick. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> my last question for you is: If you could live in any one movie, what movie would it be, and why? Uh, any one movie. Uh, can it be? Can it be a cartoon movie? Yeah, it can be whatever you want it to be. Um, it was, uh, Leroy and Stitch. Like, it not Lilo, like, it was Lilo and Stitch, but it was the third one. It was when, like, uh... Okay. He had made, he had, like, uh, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Hamsterville. He had made, um, like, this red Lilo, not, not Lilo. He had made this red Stitch. Like, they were, like, really bad. And, like, I just always, <laughs> like, that's always, like, the last scene, the fight scene was, like, always my favorite thing. It was, like, you got all the experiments that you watch, like, in the TV series and all that. It's just, like, I feel like I wanted to be an experiment. I would want to be Stitch. <laughs> yeah, I know it's so weird, but, yeah, no, I, yeah, definitely, yeah, I definitely want to be in Leroy and Stitch, the third one. Awesome. Well, we're, we have one more round here. It's the uh, Fast Runs Fortune Teller. So I'll go through okay. these. I'll ask you a series of questions that will okay. reveal an activity. Okay. Um, and then we'll play that activity. And then we'll end with a friend request. So my first okay. question is, and in, for this whole entire round, the premise is that you and I are in a car on a road trip together. Okay, bet. Where are we going? We're going to Waffle House, obviously. Hey! <laughs> that's, that's what I like to hear. Bet. Right. We're going to WrestleMania, but we're going to stop at every Waffle House on the way there. That sounds amazing. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll have to come back like in a tow truck or something because I'll need like a hospital bed from my 600 pounds of weight gain. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so the first question is, um, I say to you that I would like for you to start a boy band playlist. I like boy bands, side note. Right. Um, so would you pick from these four boy bands, would you play the first song from Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, One Direction, or 98 Degrees? Backstreet Boys. Backstreet, do you have a go-to Backstreet Boys song? No. I, no. I just, that's probably the um, – That's probably. I think that's my favorite option out of all of them, though. Yeah. They have the biggest I, I will, catalog, not, for yeah, sure. I'm not, I'm not the biggest One Direction fan, so I'm sorry, sorry if I get canceled yeah. for saying I don't like One Direction. But <laughs> I'm just not the biggest One Direction. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not the biggest One Direction guy. So, yeah, definitely. I would definitely say Backstreet Boys. All right. All right. We stop at an exit that doesn't have a Waffle House. Uh, oh, that's awful. And so we're going to get a snack, though, at a gas station. Would you pick, from these four snacks, would you pick Milk Duds, Corn Nuts, Sour Patch Kids, or Cheez-Its? Sour Patch Kids. I was going to guess that about you. You seem like yeah. a Sour Patch Kid guy. I don't See, know why. okay, so I actually had a really big addiction to Swedish Fish for the okay. longest time. And like I I'd stopped eating Swedish Fish, uh, honestly, this August. And, like, I've been trying to get myself to not eat Swedish fish. Because, like, I always give myself, like, these little challenges. Like, my first challenge uh, was not to drink soda. And I haven't had soda since, like, in four years. Since then. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I haven't had soda in a while. But now I'm doing it with Swedish fish. So let's see how long we can go without that. Honestly, the quality of Swedish fish just starts getting worse and worse. So, honestly, that's why I don't eat it that much. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, it gets worse the longer you eat it? Or, like, it's just getting worse over time? Both. Both. Honestly, Interesting. Yeah. I think the first few taste really good, and then I'm with you. Like, I don't think yeah. that they're that great after you've had, like, exactly. five or six. Exactly. Did you ever try the Swedish fish Oreos? Huh? They yeah. have that? Yeah. Don't. It, uh, they weren't that great. But uh, yeah, that sounds terrible. I don't even know if they're still around. They might have been, like, a limited time thing, but they were a weird – it was one of those things where it's like, I don't know what this is going to taste like, and then you take you took a bite of it, and you were like – Yep, that's what I imagined, and it doesn't yeah, taste good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird how they like these companies try to come up with all like these weird flavors. Like I'm yeah. just like ah, just keep it OG, keep it OG. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. it's not broke, like Oreos are great by themselves. Yeah, if it's not broken, why you why would you fix it? Yeah, why are you trying to fix right. it? <laughs> the last question is uh, related to food again. We're stopping, and we have to go through a drive-through though. So okay. Um, because we're in a hurry, we're gonna miss the first match of WrestleMania. With uh, <laughs> would you go through the drive-through at Wendy's, Arby's, Burger King, or McDonald's? Out of those four, Wendy's. Wendy's. Do you have a yeah. go-to order at Wendy's? Uh, no. Uh, no. Honestly, I don't. You know, I don't really, I don't really eat uh, most of those options. Burger King, I absolutely do not like. I okay. might have, yeah, I might have fed a lot of people from that, but I don't, I'm not a big fan of Burger King. I think it's just because every time I had Burger King, I had a bad experience. Mm-hmm. Every time I had Burger King, I had a bad experience. And yep. McDonald's, McDonald's just, I only like McDonald's um, breakfast menu. I, I grew out of it. I think I just kind of ate it too much growing up. So I'm not like, I'm not the biggest fan of McDonald's anymore. Arby's, I've just never been a big Arby's guy. <gasps> and yeah. Ah, uh, you like Arby's? I okay. love Arby's. So I, I have heard that they have like some good like mozzarella sticks and stuff like that. So uh, I was yes. I was thinking I was thinking about trying it. There's a there's this one um menu on an item that my uh friend told me that I need to try and I would like Arby's. So I still gotta try it. So I'll let you know. I'll let you know if I do like Arby's again. But yeah, please do. Yeah, please follow but, up. But Wendy's, <laughs> I was probably it's probably most likely a four for four. Yeah. Okay. I respect that choice. See, here's the thing for me. Like, um, any of those would be fine for me. So they're all a win. Yeah. 
Okay, so underneath Wendy's this week is the game uh, Ask Me Anything. So I have this deck of cards here that's called uh, Ask Me Anything, and I'll just pick like five of them at random um, and ask you, and you you know we'll answer and go from there. The first one is, what's the grossest thing that you have ever eaten? Grossest thing I've ever eaten? Um, I would say sardines. Those, like those canned sardines. I'm not the biggest yeah. fan of those. No, that sounds not great. Yeah, it was awful. It's a terrible <laughs> song. <laughs> um, okay. The next question is, what is your go-to karaoke song? Go-to karaoke song? Um... Oh, <laughs> uh, I feel like it would have to be. Hmm. Okay, so this is more newer, so I don't know if this will be categorized as a karaoke song. But I always find myself like at, like at Bama football games when this song plays, I'm always acting like I'm singing it. It would have to be it would have to be levitating by Dua Lipa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, okay. I, I, I'm always like, I don't know. I feel like that. I feel like if, the, if I was the karaoke song, I'll definitely pick that one. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, okay. What is the wildest thing you've ever done in a hotel room? Wildest thing I've ever done in a hotel room. Wow. I know. Let me. Yeah. Let me think about this one. <laughs> um, so there was this. There was this one year. Or uh, we were celebrating New Year's, and um, we actually um, one of our friends, their um, their dad, had got a presidential suite. Oh yeah! And we were like, and like we're like we're just kids, we're just trying to just having fun, and like we're inviting all our friends, we're texting all our friends, like, hey, like come, like yeah, yeah, presidential like suite, yeah, yeah, this is gonna be insane, it's gonna be insane. And next thing you know, like we got a noise complaint for being too loud or whatever, and we're like, okay, like we'll keep it down, we'll keep it down. Got another noise complaint, and another noise complaint, and after that, they're like, okay, <laughs> like y'all gotta, y'all got like, yeah, like, y'all gotta go, y'all gotta go, yeah. Like, and we're like, dang, like some of these people live like three hours away, like some of these people live, like like drove down like far or whatever, apparently, because like at the time we're like we're only like sixteen, seventeen or whatever, like just got a license or whatever, and like. They drove down all this way or whatever just for us to like get kicked out in like thirty minutes. It was awful. I like, yeah, I feel like that was the worst. Yeah, that was. And it's worst. New Year's Eve. Like, why do they? They can't exactly them to be quiet. That's what I'm saying. How do you expect somebody to be quiet on the presidential suite on New Year's mm-hmm. Eve? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think they were just hating because they weren't in there having fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next question is: If aliens landed on Earth tomorrow and offered to take you to their home, would you go? I would ask what's there. Uh, what 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 can I eat there? And yeah, I'll be like, what's there? And if they if they persuade me, I'll be like, you know what? You got me. I'll go. Yeah, you got me. You got me. <laughs> yeah, persuade me. I got. You. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> and the last question is: Have you ever shoplifted? No, I've never no. shoplifted. Like even though, like there, so there was this one time I shoplifted by accident. There is this one time I shoplifted by accident, but like it, it's nothing. It's nothing big. It, I literally like I think I was like eleven years old. I wanted a pack of gum, and like my mom was <laughs> like, "No, you can't get that pack of gum." And like I just picked it up. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Okay, like well, I'm just gonna take it." 
Yeah, yeah. But then she was like, you can't do that. I was like, oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, put it back, whatever. Yeah, she was like, that's shoplifting and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. My brother did something similar to that. Uh, and my mom, this was, she, she made him go back and like apologize to the cashier mm-hmm. and like turn it back. <laughs> yeah. And he was like crying. I mean, he was like seven years old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a traumatizing and embarrassing experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, those are, those are all the questions for ask me anything. So this is the moment, uh, Jay, that we've been building to the entire podcast. So, um, similarly to Facebook, um, I'm sending you a metaphorical friend request. So, uh, Jay Kendrick, Logan Cummins has sent you a friend request based on the time that we spent together. Would you confirm or delete the friend request? Oh, confirm. hundred percent. Yeah. I confirm, yeah. bro. Yeah. Y'all are, yeah, you're, bro, you're dope. You're so cool. <laughs> Dude. Li- I feel the same way about you. Oh, appreciate <laughs> it, man. Appreciate it. Um, if you're listening at home, uh, reach out, you can hit up, uh, Jay or I on Twitter or Instagram and tell us what you think we should do the first time that we hang out. Yes. Or you can even text the podcast or call 872-267-2735. Jay, do you want to tell people where they can find out more about you and follow you on social media and uh, see your new Crocs that are going to yeah. be coming soon? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully Crocs, please send me a pair. Um, yeah. So you can, uh, follow my social media. All of my, uh, handles are, uh, the Jay Kendrick. And my TikTok is the J Kendrick underscore. So T-H-E-J-Y-K-E-N-D-R-I-C-K. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. It was so fun to get to, to get to talk to you and hang out. Of course, man. It was a pleasure meeting you. Have a wonderful night, man. Take care. All right. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fast Friends Podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for an all-new episode. Go ahead and hit subscribe so you don't miss it. You can follow me on Twitter at Logan Cummins. And if you have a suggestion on someone that I should be friends with, go ahead and let me know at fastfriendspodcast.com.